What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 201 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. I want somebody to animate me rotating out of my chair and spinning around. I like that. And once again, the Reverend Jared Petty. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joy as Noel, at all, etc. These here December holidays are in full swing. I'm excited about it. I know Joy you're not. as Noel, is that what you said? Joy as Noel. Joy is Noel. You're, not, you're pronouncing all, all the letters. I'm doing there. it all wrong yeah. there, though. I'm, we, need, we need, again. Joe E. Noel. We need Jen to do it. She's she's in the other room working real hard. I know, you know I, I mean? know. Yeah, she's yeah. she got work going on. I yeah. can't do it right. I've been on a whole no French one. accent kick today. I've been thinking about you it. You have a lot. been on it? Yeah, I was thinking about a little coworker of mine had a, a he was French, so understandably a mm -hmm. thick French accent. And I always kind of admire that the coolness of the French accent. My my accent is is all weird and, and lispy and strange. And I, I like people with, with with strong accents and the French they such a great accent. Mm. I love it. I'm very mm. jealous. Pretty much of all Jen's French been taking people. conference calls here in French all day. It's been cool. She's yeah. French. She's yeah. quite French. Yeah. Well, she's French Canadian. She's quite French Canadian. But French Canadian people also have an awesome accent. Like, or sure. many of them do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get overgeneralized. Come on. But yeah. This is the kind of funny games cast where each and every week, right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, we get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. You can get the show early by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like our Patreon producers, Matthew Fellier and Travis Barrett did. Uh, if you want your name shouted out, just go to Patreon. It's cool. We shot a lot of people out. It is cool. You can also get the show early by going to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, and you get the pre and post show, a little added bonus. That's pretty good. What it's are their names again, Tim? Matthew Fellier and uh -huh. Travis Barrett. All right, because I feel like they didn't get shouted enough, so Matthew, Travis, there we are. That's there you go. There's your shout shouts, out. boys. Yeah. There's your pretty, pretty shouts. Uh, you can get the show as a podcast and podcast services where, Greg? Around the globe. Thank you very much for that. Um... <laughs> And you can be watching live, like so many people are right now. And for that, we appreciate it. They got to you. see when everything went wrong, and there weren't sound, and we had a troubleshooting stuff. stuff. Hey, man. Fucked yeah. up. That's the problem with the Kind of Funny Morning Show is, well, one of the problems. With the kind of funny show. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> that's what you're going to see. Bring it back a bit, buddy. There's no rules on what's going to get no. uh, copyright claim. What's what got copyright claim today? It's this, this video of a car drifting. Yeah. It's like, we watched all the Spring Breakers stuff. We watched all these, like, they, no, that's all fine. This dude in a damn car. Somebody's trying so to miss your bucket. It's 75 minutes of Nick talking about his balls. That's the problem. It's, it's No, there's no problem with that. No problem at hey all. Hey, man, that's on brand. Quality balls. Quality balls. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves um, there. They're old man balls. Oh, God. Uh, just imagine Nick's balls for a second, Tim. I think right. he has good balls. I don't know you for a fact. You think so? Yeah. What defines a good ball? Roundness. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to keep talking about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Of course, no one's surprised. I want to give <laughs> the, a quick progress. The ball to end them all. <laughs> the, the ball to end them all. Oh, I want to give a quick progress people. update. I want 100% this game. I'm going to 100% this okay. game. It is going to take me a long time. Many years, some might think. Uh, and that might be it because there is a lot of content in this game. A lot of characters to beat classic mode in. But my update for World of Light is I am finally 100% complete. Hey, 100%. Right. 100%. What was the game clock on that? Uh, it ended up being like 45 or something. Like it was fucking nuts. Were those those weird fake time units or was that real it's time? It's fake time units. Okay. It's fake time units. But that doesn't account for the real time units I had doing one of the challenges, which is the thing I want to talk about. The... A big problem with this game, we've talked about World of Light a lot of like sure the issues have. that it has, but a big problem is the last two fights that you go through, like the 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 final battle and then there's a final final battle, right. are fucking awesome. Oh, really? And 
so few people are ever going to actually <laughs> see them because it takes 40 hours to get there. The final fight, and I'm telling everyone this now in case they want to like be like, you know what, it's worth doing to push through. You go into, you, you face all the people, whatever. Then you go, you play as Master Hand. Oh, that's pretty oh. cool. You play as the Hand and you need to defeat all the characters in the game. Is your move second? Every Smash Bros. Yeah, character. Every single one. And it, they're all there and it's just, it reminds me of the final battle in uh, Final Fantasy X. When, did you ever play Final Fantasy yeah. 10? You know when you have to now fight all the Aeons oh, that, that have been really your partners cool. the whole time? You're Master Hand, you're just batting the evil puppetry out of these these characters. Okay, that's rad. And it was super cool. Like Back in, in Melee, there was, uh, if you used Codebreaker or whatever, like the Game Shark for, yeah. uh, for the GameCube era, um, it was in the code that you can end up controlling Master Hand. But with this, it's cool. It's like, you, you left and right, up and down, you're moving, but then there's special attacks and each one of them does all the different Master Hand things. I'm like, why is no one talking about this? Mm -hmm. This is awesome. They probably don't want to spoil the game. And also, no one's beaten it. Yeah, that's the no, bigger problem. That's the secret, yeah. So then, after that, real quick, Joey Noel, what's up? No, no, I needed my computer oh, from Joey. Oh. I forgot what topic of the show was, and I'm going to need mm. uh, stuff for that. Oh, yeah, that's helpful. Then, then, that's not it. You do that. Then the final battle is you choose a character, and you know how in the, um, in the trailer there was that, that light guy? Gallium or whatever the fuck the Kyan. guy that kills all the characters. Okay, in the I intro didn't yeah, pay a lot of attention. The sure. fucking the thing that kills everybody. Yeah, there's that. Later in the game, you find out there's an equal dark version of it. You start the final match with them fighting okay. each other as you're going up this platform tower, and you need to like hit each one of them. But like pretty much, you're just trying to avoid being attacked by both of them. Okay, and I'm like, this is a really cool concept. Then eventually, you get to the top, you fight a bunch of just random Smash characters. Then you go through a boss rush mode and you play through all the, the bosses back to back to back. And that's awesome because it really makes you realize like how much cool shit's in this game. Yeah. That is just spread across way too long of a playtime. Ah. You face off against Dracula, Giga Bowser, um, Marks from Kirby. Um, dry Bones, it, it's, of course. It's, it's, oh no, no, my no, God, no please bones. tell me. But it's awesome. It's like you just do all of that. And then once you beat that, then you have to fight the actual two, uh, the light and the dark thing and whatever. And then you're done and you beat the game. And that's great. One of the, there's the challenge board in Smash that has, it's essentially achievements or trophies, yeah. right? And that's all like the extra shit you have to do. One of them is to beat that whole final segment without dying. Wow. And I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, this is going to be grueling because it takes about 20 minutes to do Jeez. that segment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So do you really want to do that just to Took have the 100%? four tries. You did Took it. Oh, you already tries. did it. Oh, I freaking Smash did player. it. And I'm so happy nice. that I never have to do that again. <laughs> uh, but oh my God, I'm so happy because it was one of those things where you don't get anything for losing. It's yeah. like, because if you lose, you, it doesn't count as like right. knowing anybody. So you don't get any stats. Any I'm like, this sucks. But it's fucking done. It's over with. Now I can move on to all the other mindless shit to to complete for no reason. Yeah, yeah. But it brings me joy, Greg. That's what this it's all is, about. Smash Brothers trophy collecting or spirit, whatever. It's the only time I understand you. You platinum trophy. Ah, oh, there we go. There you go. You can never you can never be mean about it again. You Greg can never throw to... stones. You can never be rude. And you're not allowed to play any more games until you platinum Spider-Man. That's what Jared and I decided. Oh, damn. Yep, definitely. Damn. Thanks, you know, I'm, clo I'm real I, close. Because I sure platinum Spider-Man. Yeah, you got yep. it, dude. That, no. Have you even played Spider-Man yet? You're such a husk of a person. <laughs> you used to make me sick. <laughs> Next you're going to tell me you don't even have the Mr. Masaji Platinum. Get out of here. You <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Greg Miller. Hey, buddy. 
Um, when we were watching the XO18, a game pops up oh, called no, not Thief of Thieves. Right, from Skybound Games. Yeah. Based looks, on a comic book from Kirkman we didn't even know existed. I didn't know it existed. I don't know. You didn't, you didn't know either. I didn't, but yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. It looked cool, and it, I said, this looks like a Greg Miller ass and game. And it's so close to being a Greg Miller ass oh. game. So close. Because yeah. it was. We did the XO18 event. We watched it. All right, cool. It's got cell shading. It's got comic book panels. The trailer was cut really well. It was almost, you're watching it like, is this like a Hitman game? Like, what are we getting into? Uh, and we, I kind of, I was like, I'm going to go home and get it. Totally forgot about it. Uh, went on, turned on my Xbox, downloaded below. It was in Game Pass, and I was like, oh, shit, Thief of Thieves. Downloaded that as well. Uh, you want to talk about Blow later, right? You are saying like next week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, I did a little bit of Blow and then jumped into Thief of Thieves. And it starts like I was like, oh, shit, this is totally why is no one talking about this? This is going to fly under the radar because it starts with you walking through an airport and you're like silhouetted and it look, it's like all it looks like a comic book. And I was like, Ooh. and it's got like a good soundtrack to it. And I was like, fuck, this is pretty good. And then like you start talking to somebody over your phone or whatever and you're like, OK, this is this neat. This is interesting. All right, cool. And then it did like what I think is one of those telltale, not telltale games, but like telltale things in video games where like, uh oh where you're walking and it's ready for the scenes transition and you just stop. And I was like, oh no! no. And it faded out and came into the next thing. And then it went into a, a comic book-y cut scene again, but it was like, oh, oh it's all still frames and they're talking over it and they're like, what about Oh, that's, okay, I, that's not a big deal. That's just a presentation issue. And then got into actual gameplay and it was like, oh man, You just no. hear the prices right? Like the boom, 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 boom. boom. And it's like, it, it, all, what I'm saying is this is falling from what I played the hour of it, maybe. Top, mm-hmm. it, it, give or take an hour. Maybe a little over, maybe a little under. It totally is like that thing of like, yep, no one's talking about this because this is one of those, what I would say, the double A games that fell away. Yeah. This is like a solid, from what I played of it, it was very early, yes. But like, this is a six. Mm, this is a not six. Even, not even this seven. This is a six, five. You oh. know, probably a six. It's probably a six from the hour 15, uh, 45 mm-hmm. I played around. Now, do you associate double A games with sixes? Like, do those two Yeah, the THQ mid run, like, all right, cool. Here's something to play in between your giant releases, the things you're super excited about before indies were everywhere and you had oh, that's all these interesting. different things to play. I, I usually associate like the double A's I remember I just didn't play games like that very long sure. unless I absolutely had to. Yeah. And so usually I associate even double A experiences with seven or eight type area scores mm-hmm. just because I only played the ones that I was having fun and with. And I think and I think and I'm saying on the on the south end of a yeah. of a double A game and you right. know I mean a bad way of it's something like, that eh. when you see a game like remember like I in granted this is totally skewed by when I started at IGN, right? Of two thousand seven. So I'm getting all these PS two games, yep. all these three sixty games all dropping at once and there's things you're picking up out of the crates of the library like what the fuck is this yes. I yeah. never even heard of this game and you look it up and it's like oh yeah flat six no well, wonder the, nobody knew there were approximately six. six trillion PlayStation 2 games right yeah, yes. and so that's, that's and so that's the thing is right like you're you're playing it and it was like oh, okay that was a weird pr- the presentation choices are weird but again it's like okay cool whatever it's a smaller game and they're telling it through comic books and stuff's popping up that's neat that's fine but then yeah gameplay is like very Hitman-esque of like mm-hmm. you're infiltrating this thing like I need to get this guy's you uh, co- uh, uh, delivery driver uh, you know maintenance uniform to go in there to do and it's just like oh all right and if I wanted this kind of experience I play Hitman like yeah. I don't and it's this isn't as detailed at all or mm-hmm. as in depth as Hitman right like it's more towards the narrative but it's just like well, all right now narrative's not that great like it, it was like I see what you're doing cool I'm gonna bounce now bye <laughs> I'm gonna bounce done on insult. 
Then, but hey, I turned on my Xbox. Yeah, hey, there, there you yeah. go. Uh, Borderlands VR. You played a little bit of that today. Yes, of course. Borderlands uh, 2 uh, on PlayStation VR dropped last week. Uh, it's something we had been interested about since it got Shadow announced pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Where it was just out of blue and it's going to be out next month. You're like, oh shit, fuck. All right, cool. Uh, and uh, if you're unfamiliar, there's no multiplayer in it, but it is the entire Borderlands 2 campaign. Uh, it's gained... Infamy recently with the IGN uh, review kerfluffle, mm-hmm. which if you're not familiar with, a review got posted on IGN late last week and then was taken down Friday night along with Dan Stapleton stepping onto Reddit to be like, we understand that there was misinformation in this review. We've removed it. We're working on it. We've reached out to Metacritic to take down the score. Oh, I missed that whole thing. Yeah, it was that they gave it a three out of ten. And the reviewer was like, "There's no, there, you can't do this, that, or the other thing in it. And comments were like, no, you, you very much can. Did you look at the controls? Like, like those are in there, like, very much. So, like, immediately the knocks he had on it were then taken out by that kind of thing. Oh, okay. And uh, Poor it, Jan. it has been that thing. What a year for IGN uh, and reviews and problems, not of their own. I digress. That's a different game. That's good people. Playing the game, uh, got it in. I again did an hour of it today because showcase and then yeah. just life and everything else we're doing. Uh, January fourth coming up real quick. Uh, but got in there, put an hour because it was that thing of man, what's going on? And we had a really great conversation on Games Daily about the IGN kerfuffle, me and Andrea, right? And Andrea's point being to that of if something got a three out of ten, I would want someone to overlook or oversight that and do that. And Bobana, we went back and forth about it with that's possible or not. But it, in the very same way, I'm talking about th- uh, Thief of Thieves, where I'm like, oof, yeah, six, okay, I see where you're going for this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same way of playing that game for the hour I played it, which is if you're a Borderlands 2 person, right? I, you know, you wake up, ch- meet Claptrap, pick your character, bully mongers, all this stuff, and, you know, or bully mongers, get out, and then you're out into the world or whatever, right? Like, I played through all that, like the opening tutorial. Just from that, I'm like, that. There's no way this game's a three. You know what I mean? Like for the argument with Andrea, that or not the mm. argument, but the conversation of like, how if somebody else in the office would have been playing it, I think they would have been like, wait, no way. What are you talking about? Yeah. Again, I digress. What I'm saying is, it runs really well, and awesome. it it looks like Borderlands 2, which mm-hmm. is an old game, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like, but it's still in VR. And exactly, yeah, there's weird there's weird presentation choices of like you know like obviously you're in this game and you're in VR and you, you know wherever you're looking is where you're looking, but then yeah, cutscenes whatever do go boom to like theater mode and you're mm. watching that or whatever. Like that's interesting. And like the intro cutscene didn't run super well or this that or the other, but playing it, I was like, no, this functions well. I'm walking around with a uh, free move. You can teleport. I was walking around free movement with stick, what, not getting sick. What did you think of the detached hand thing? Like, did that work? It did. I got over it. It was at first you're like, that's a weird choice, right? So if you are you from, so like no. like when you're running, you see like your arm, like your arms all the way. But like when I equip the shotgun, like he it pumps out a little bit further than you, so you see basically like floating it hands from Adam's family. Oh. So you see like the cutoff of where the arms are. They don't extend to your body. Got it. And I, so I, I'm but, assuming that's so it's not like Traveler, so that you don't have this like yeah. arm distorting so in horrible yeah. ways. And that was the thing is like the game, it's Borderlands. It's the same, <laughs> like the new dialogue they've added in to explain what's going on from Claptrap. Like, oh, you've got one of those fancy virtual reality echoes or whatever he calls it. It's like they're playing off that. They know what they're cool. doing. And mm-hmm. I think it does work well. And I was surprised, you know, uh, in the hour I I got I didn't get any guns that aimed down sights so it was just having like a loose handgun with no sights on it or whatever and the target floating around I'm like eh, I don't know if I'm a fan of that and then as I started playing I was like you know what this a- is actually nice fighting all the the bully mon- I'm saying that wrong right Bu- you play Borderlands uh, I'm not a big Borderlands guy that's one of those games that like I respect from afar yeah like I I've played it yeah, yeah. I did just did not pull me up it, it I did have that moment of like I could play this again 
yeah. could see me playing this again, but it's like, no, I'm not going to do it. But it was it, shooting felt really good. Moving felt really good. Looting felt really good. Like mm. I, I wasn't surprised, but it also was surprising. Like the way the HUD felt really good. Yeah. Like when you, when you activate it the first time and your health pops up down here and then eventually shields get added over and the way it yeah. hovers over as you go rather than be locked to the screen, which sounds weird, but you know how yeah. it is when you play VR. I feel like Borderlands three could be a, a, a like like a huge jump above what two was in terms of like how contemporary game design sure. has changed if it were designed based on the aesthetics of other games of its ilk now and that's and the problem though, right? that have happened yeah. you could have a really exceptional video playing game borderlands get 2 really playing borderlands 2 it is like man borderlands was great this is mm-hmm. so and it, that's the thing is the playing it's like turning in the thing getting the money getting the quest getting yep. my badass points all right cool i've leveled up it's like yeah i remember this i remember this being awesome and going in and selecting my weapons and you know putting yeah. on my shields and all stuff but it is that thing of they've been working on borderlands 3 hopefully for so long mm-hmm. and is it going to be is it going to be fallout 4 or where it is just yeah, hey guess what everybody it's borderlands 2 but better mm-hmm. and it's like well cool but like things have changed since even that when i played the handsome collection with the pre-sequel and the, granted again the pre-sequel is put into the handsome collection to get onto the current gen consoles yeah. great times but again very much what it was but there is something to be said for just reintroducing a kind of game that kind of gets forgotten about if sure. it is just more borderlands 2 but better and prettier and quicker maybe that's a good thing because we, you know, some design aesthetics they fall behind. We forget about it. But one of the things I, I really liked about Housemark was how they would find ways to take games that we had kind of mm, forgotten mm, existed, genres, sure. that, and they'd be like, "No, no, really, there's a lot to be mined in this still." And I think one of the reasons people reacted to their comment about Arcade is Dead so violently was that sure. they had proved over and over again, "No, it's not." Right. Uh, and and that was probably a very carefully chosen quote. A Borderlands that leans into its old strengths in a way that doesn't test our patience sure could be great yeah it'll be interesting to see you know uh, borderlands is a beloved franchise and it has been gone a long time which is why every time we do a prediction for anything it's gotta be coming it's gotta be happening now i'm i'm really surprised at the amount of full-fledged games that are being put into vr that seem to work yeah like when you look at this you look at skyrim it's like doom well the weirdest thing about it yeah like skyrim and doom i didn't give much time just uh, i played skyrim again enough that i need to doom was fun but not my thing uh i was surprised jumping into this one because i i when i think about vr i am and and i'm not thinking about experiences anymore right but i am thinking about it in totally different ways where moss has me anchored except for when i lean in right and astrobot very similar i'm anchored and then i move the world with me beat saber i'm anchored in interacting when it was like all right cool it's a full-blown you know fps it's on in vr it brings up memories of me of uh, the Tomb Raider PlayStation 4 edition they put out for the second mm. one. Uh, Definit- no. Uh, I don't remember. Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's right there, but I can't see past the one box. Tomb of the Rise Raider. Tomb of the Rise Raider. Pull up that PlayStation 4 box. 20-year celebration. 20-year Rise of the Tomb Raider, 20-year celebration? Yeah. yeah. Sounds wrong. Nah, it was fine. I, I but they put in lo- Croft Manor, and that yeah. was a walk-around yeah. thing, and that was one of the few VR experiences where I was like, woof. Okay, like I'm not ready for this. And then you get it in here, and it's like immediately Claptrap's like, ah, no, you got your teleport, and you can do this if you want to. And I was like, all right, cool. And I tried a little bit, and I'm like, wow, this seems like it might make combat really easy or this, that, or the other. But then it was like, can I move? And I hit the stick, and I just was moving, and I wasn't sick. Yeah. And again, yeah. so I think one of the, the probably the reason that people, no, I shouldn't say that. Jumping into controls, like there are so many comfort settings. Yeah. In terms of that, and like you know what I mean, like of moving your walk speed up to run, yeah. p- turning. Like 
Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. But I thought personally, I thought even more. But I never went mm. too in infl- I never went too deeply in depth with that. But in terms of shooting and mechanics and this, that, and for Borderlands, there was a bunch of things in there where it's like, oh, awesome. Even if it wasn't working for me as is, there'd be different things to do it. You were t- asking me earlier about Spider Man, which is you know a beautiful, Spider-Man. very interesting game. Yeah. But I there is a part of me that wonders, like I would love the idea of a VR Spider Man game, and oh, I also wonder Jesus. if it would kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. To play. Yeah, but. Totally. God, what if it didn't kill you? And that's what the, if there a way to play yeah. it that didn't make me want to die? I should go back and put Tomb Raider back in. Because is it the fact that that was within the window, launch window, really, yeah. of PlayStation VR? And now that I play, not like I'm Tomb Raider, but I play a lot of PlayStation yeah. VR for, compared to the normal person. Like, is it that, yeah, I've just got see, I've got my sea legs finally, and like yeah. that just doesn't yeah. happen anymore? But that's it was crazy. weird because I took it off and then ran outside to get packages. And coming back upstairs, I was like, oh, now I'm kind of car sick. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're going from Reality. that to actually <laughs> doing <laughs> What is happening here? But yeah, I, from the hour I played of it, yeah, it's fun and it works and it is something I'm interested to engage more with. I don't know if I will because this morning I woke up and I was like, I think it's time. I'm going to fire the division back up. It's time to start getting my shields or whatever for yeah, division two. Yeah, you were mentioning that last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm finally getting there though, I think. Mm. Jared. Yes, sir. Earth Defense Force 5. Yes, indeed. I reviewed this for the Imagine Games Network. Oh! IGN a while ago and on our last show, didn't have time to bring it up. Holy crap. What a delightful surprise this was. Huh. Really? No, I want to be you, clear. You've done previews of it, right? You yeah. liked it. I am a fan of Earth Defense Force. I had played some Earth Defense Force before this came out. I played many of the other games, and I had played a little of 5 before it came out. But this is the best Earth Defense Force game I've ever no played. No shit. Why? It is really, really good. Well, I'll tell you why, Thank Greg. You. One, because there is some quality of life stuff that's been done. Uh, stuff like the increased mobility for some of the classes where it was a little grindy to pick things up before. Now making things like that easier. Or significantly increasing frame rates in more situations so okay. that it doesn't feel nearly as choppy as a lot of EDF games do when, when a lot that was of always the charm on. right I remember Clayman and Brudvig being obs- obsessed with EDF at IGN and it was always the yeah it stutters and it chugs and things appear out of nowhere and it's bad but it's just a B movie and I'm shooting bugs yeah that, that, it, for those that are not familiar with the series have you ever played it Tim? I did not I've seen Let's Plays though of yeah. uh, the Funhouse guys doing it looks like a lot of Stupid, dumb fun. It is. It, it's like, it's a whole, like, school. It's as if the PlayStation 2 generation never ended, hmm. and they just kept stacking more chips inside a PS2. Yeah. And they're like, what if instead of creating the most beautiful graphics imaginable, you know, the, the kind of cutting-edge God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2-style experience, Spider-Man experiences we're used to, and instead we use all that processing power to make, like, 600 ants the size of Particle houses effects, baby. attacking go. you all at once. Yeah. And and that's what the game is. And you just deal with dozens and dozens of enemies, some of which, and I'm not exaggerating, are like half a mile tall. And, that's cool. And it's not like a rendered background. It's an enemy. And and it, the, the just the scale of this game is, is unfathomable. The cities are completely destructible. So on top of blowing up like dozens of enemies at once, you're also blowing up buildings everywhere and things are raining down on you in ways. But what really made me love it, one is it's just solid mission design. The first few missions, like all EDF games, are slow. And uh, the last few missions, which veer from the pattern of experimentation or a little more a little more like trial and error are not as great mm-hmm. but the vast bulk of the game it's 110 missions so wow. i'd say about you know 90 100 of those are just great arcade shoot 'em up fair and good lord the multiplayer is awesome great. and that i did not you know how i feel about multiplayer games i don't want to play with people sure yeah you hate people it's like destiny without the stress wow class based 
four-player multiplayer gameplay out there or two-player split screen. But even with a couple of people, it works pretty well, or it did when I was playing it. You get, and I was playing with somebody in Australia, so you know it's a, it's a fair distance there. Um, you get together, you pick your classes, the abilities complement each other. Somebody can lock, like lock on a laser to give my missiles more range. Another guy can That's call cool. in airstrikes. <laughs> Vehicles go from practically useless to completely awesome. Like lots and lots and lots of things change. And, you know, and suddenly it's like I'm fighting 10 kaiju and there are like 10 ripoff giant Jaeger robots running around and there are 200 giant spiders the size of semi trucks <laughs> and there's explosions going on around me and all of this is happening and multiple people are running around and AIs are helping me out and I'm having a blast. And it's not just, it's not like Dynasty Warriors where it starts to feel like endless like whacking though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weapons really make a difference and there is a strategy. It's like, even when you're being attacked by 50 things at point blank range, it's like, how long do I reload? When do I do my weapon switch? Can I make a roll? to that first aid box that just dropped before I fall here? Where's my partner? Or have they been grabbed? Should I shoot the right hand? And all this is happening quarter second burst. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. That's what awesome. platforms? Uh, I played it on PlayStation 4. Cool. Uh, and I, uh, I'm i thoroughly impressed by Earth Defense Force 5. It is ugly. And when you play the first few missions, you're going to be like, Jared, you're crazy. Yeah. These yeah. are just big, empty, dumb hallways. Why am I playing this? And even when the first ants show up, you're going to be like, there are over a thousand weapons in this game. Like, Seems it's excessive. just, yeah. It keeps, <laughs> it keeps track of the number of enemies I kill. And by the way, it took me like 60 hours to beat it. Um, 55, 60. It's really wow. long. Uh, but Suck it, World of Light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it kept track. And I killed, I have the count in my review, but I killed something like 21,000 enemies in the course Jeez. of playing the game, and it keeps track of how many times you... Also, you know, this is a dumb spoiler, but I love it so much. This is one of the... the it's part of the very few video games I've ever played where at the end, you kill God. Oh, nice. Um, so there's he also... With, oh, nice. Is he, a, is he an ant? With an assault... <laughs> no, no, he's God, and okay. you kill him with an assault rifle. That's cool. Um, and so after battle, Do you become God, then? No, Does you the do world explode? God. Does the universe fall apart? Very, I'm not going to spoil the rest, okay. but it's enough to know that you kill God at the end of a game about fighting giant ants. My dream in life is to be yeah. one of... It also has t the words, world's deliberately worst voice acting. Um, like, there'll be people that are just like, you know, the ants, they're... No! Like, I want to be one of sure. those people so bad. And eventually they start debating, like, philosophy over the radio while you're playing... <laughs> I'm Earth talking Defense a lot. Force. This sounds yeah, like no, a Jared yeah, ass game. Yeah, it's totally. It's so totally. good. Also, there are like blatant typos in the text in the game. Uh huh. Like just Ship completely good enough. misspelled Do words. Do you think it was on purpose? Or? Yeah. Oh I, no, I think it was not on purpose. No, but just somebody saw it and, and didn't it. correct it. Yeah. Because again, that's the charm of this. Yeah. The charm yeah, yeah. of Earth Defense Force is that it's it's kind of broken. It's kind of weird. It's yeah. totally weird. <sighs> yeah, but it's not what just like fake charm. It is one of the most fun games I played this year. Wow. All right. In a great year, this game stands up with. Some of the best of them. That's awesome. What about what about you, Greg? Have you played them? I mean, did you ever enjoy? Oh, I tinkered here and there when we were at IGN, but I never got super into one. I think I tried. There was a Vita one, right? I think I yeah. I, I tinkered with that. Escape yeah. from Planet Space. Of course, I no Invaders from Planet Space. Gotcha. Pardon okay. me, Invaders yeah. from Planet Space. That's uh, that's all you need to know, Tim. That's right all there. you need to know. Which is a remake of the PlayStation Two Japan exclusive Earth Defense Ooh. Force. Man, Tim, what I need to know is that while he was talking at one point, you got distracted by the ceiling. What did you see? <laughs> I just don't know what that thing is. What thing? The power brick. Is that a power brick? I That's just can't see what it's connected to. That's a power to. brick. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a... Oh, okay, there's a cable. I, yeah, yeah. It looked like there was just a, a, black, a black thing. Box just up like, there? Yeah, I was like, what the hell? T Tim Geddes, I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's occasionally been noted that I tend to rant yes. on my own on the show. Uh -huh. So with Earth Defense, 
maybe I should have done more back and forth than ranting there. No, so that was out good. of the ceiling. But I, I appreciated it. I just don't know what to. It could be a giant ant. It might be, dude. We got to be careful with this. Greg. Yeah. I want to get straight to it now. Now here's my question for you. I know what you want to get straight to. Topic of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you do mobile gamer bullshit? That way, if topic of the show goes long and you have to bolt, we I can continue that. Jerry can ask me questions about topic of the show. You're part of topic of the show, a huge part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I, but I, if we go long yeah, we on topic that. of the show, we don't get to do mobile gamer bullshit for like the fifteenth week in a row. Well, the biggest thing is we have to do it this week because it's Christmas themed. Exactly. Let's fucking do it. Cool, Greg. Hit the song. Oh, what's that song? No more. It's mobile game or bullshit. It's mobile game or bullshit. Jared's gonna read some stuff for a thing in the side of his game. Hey, that was awesome. Thank you. That's what Can I do. Can we just do that every week? No, it's not nearly as fun. Ladies Stupid and gentlemen, Kevin breaking everything. This week, a straight ripoff of an inspiration. One of my favorite podcasts. Good job, Brain. Go check it out. Great folks. But they play a game sometimes with Lifetime Original and Harm- Hallmark Original movies mm-hmm. where you have to decide whether or not it's real or not. It is absolutely an inspiration for mobile gamer bullshit. But this week, we are diving right in. Mobile game or Hallmark original Christmas movie. Got it. Cool. You're nice. familiar with the Hallmark Christmas oh, yeah. classics. Of course. Sure. How can I not be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I mean, only... I don't remember any of their names, yeah. but I know what they are. Usually Candace uh, Cameron Burris or whatever. She's in, she's in it all the yeah, time. Yeah. Joe Johnson. She's okay, in it too. Okay. I, looking these up, I, I just didn't understand. They make literally, and I'm, I'm not, dozens of these a year. Yeah. Of original we have movies. a friend who was trying to sell a spec script for one. That's Dozens a year. Yes. It's incredible. Well, back in the day, Disney Channel original movies were once a month, so I get it. That's there a were a lot of those. That's yeah, but, but I'm talking like like four dozens. dozens. First time wow. I ever saw Catherine Heigl. Oh, really? Yeah, on a, a, Disney, a Channel. Disney Channel original? The um, one where she switched bodies with her, her sister. Freaky Friday? Yeah. No, that's what you think, but it's not that one. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it, though. The uh, holiday classic Hocus Pocus originally planned as a Disney Channel original no film. No shit. Yeah. That was, the, uh, that was what it was first written wow. for. And the then they're first... like, we got Bette Midler. Put this on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. The That's first a... ever Disney Channel original movie. Most people don't know this. Susie Q. Did not know that. With uh, Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger. All right, Jared. Go All for right. It. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. In honor of the 12 days of Christmas, there are 12. Jesus Christ. That's right. 12 opportunities for me to lose. That's right. This, this could be it, Tim. <laughs> uh-huh. You're secretly really into Lifetime and Hallmark. I know. It. I've never lost to Tim. All right. For people joining us, just a heads up, I've never lost. Can I keep it perfect for the year? We'll see. You're about to get got, Greg Miller. All right. Here we go. Number one, Tim Geddes. Yes. Mingle all the way. Ah, fuck. It's definitely a movie. Hallmark original movie. Greg Miller. I am saying it's a game. Mobile game. game. Mobile game. On the first day of Christmas, Greg Miller said, on the second day of Christmas, Greg Miller. Yeah. Road to Christmas. Road to Christmas? Ooh, that is a good one. I do like where your head's at. You're a great picker. That is a good one. Road to Christmas. And there's no both this time around, right? No both. These are all one or the Ooh, other. Ooh, fuck. Mobile game. Mobile game. Tim Gettys. Movie. Movie. Number three, Tim Gettys. Third day of Christmas. Magical Christmas ornaments. Game. Mobile game. Greg Miller. That is, in fact, a mobile game. Mobile game. Number four, Romance at Reindeer Lodge. (laughs) That is a movie. Bullshit. Movie. Movie. Number five, Christmas Connection. Oh, God. Movie. Uh, That is, in fact, a mobile game. 
mobile game. Number six, Finding Santa. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck you, Jared. That's a really good one. <laughs> That's a both if I ever yeah, fucking Finding <laughs> Santa. I'm going to say that that is, in fact, a mobile game. Mobile game. I'm also going to say mobile game. Mobile Copy game. Can't. Number seven, seventh day of Christmas here. Miss Christmas, like Ms. Pac-Man. Movie. Movie. I'm going to say mobile game. Mobile game. These are really good. This, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> confident. Thank you. I'm. I'm. I'm very proud of these. Cool. Number eight, Operation Christmas. Damn it. Operation Christmas is in fact a movie. Bullshit. I'm going movie as well. Bullshit. Maybe. Number nine, Christmas Land. Fucking fuck. Game. Mobile game. I'm saying mobile game as well. Mobile game. Number ten. Santa's Village. <laughs> what game could that possibly be? <sighs> Shit. It's so there was a Santa's Village I went to, you know. In yeah? in in Illinois. I think it was in Hampshire, maybe. We'd go to Santa's Village. Open year round, weird. Uh and I, Nick Foley goes to one too all the time with his kids. Santa's Village Shit is a movie. I'm gonna say it's a yeah, bull, bullshit mo- movie. I'm gonna go game. It's going to lose. Except for this game. Number 11, Tim Geddes. North Pole. All one word. Oh, that's a game changer. Game. Mobile game. I'm saying mobile game as well. Mobile game. Number 12, Santa Switch. Oh, damn, Jared. I'm saying bullshit. That's a Hallmark movie. It's a movie. Bullshit. Movie. Here we go. That's the 12 days of Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Are you Let me ready? ask a question to yeah. start this off. All right. Are they all movies? No. Okay, good. But it's close. <laughs> <laughs> There's just not many Christmas games. There are not a lot of Christmas games. We talked about this. Yeah. There's very, very, very few of them. Right. I'm hoping for that hot Here elf bowling go. reboot. Here we fucking but... go. What did you say? Uh? <laughs> hot elves. No, hot elf bowling reboot. Oh. Sorry, hot elves. Well, like hot elves, local hot elves in your area this Ooh. December 24th. Go, Jared. I, I, yeah, I don't want to be, you know. Go, Jared. I, yeah. Just saying Zoe Deschanel was a hot elf in that movie. I never watched it. Okay. What movie? Uh, elf. Oh, she was in that? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. She was very, very mm. Zoe Deschanel-ish and therefore yeah. very beautiful. All right. Uh, here we go. Number one. Mingle all the way. Hallmark original Christmas movie. J- uh, Tim is on the board first. Yes. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Number two, Road to Christmas. Hallmark original Christmas movie. Tim is out to a 2 nothing lead. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me magical Christmas ornaments. Believe it or not, a Hallmark original Christmas movie. We all struck out there. Two to zero, Tim. I'll take it. Number four. Kind of kept this on as a gimme because I just love the name. Romance at Reindeer Lodge is, in fact, a Hallmark original Christmas movie. We both get it. Three to one, Tim. It's getting scary, Greg. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, good. it's getting real good. Can Santa come deliver his goods inside Tim's chimney? We'll you, ha- but you, you hate Christmas I so do. much. That's why he'd like to do this. This is the sweetest victory. Number five, Christmas Connection. That's a Hallmark original Christmas movie. Tim, once again, <gasps> he is at 4-1. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's a commanding one. Yeah, I don't think he uh-huh. can come back from that. Uh-huh. Number six, Finding Santa. Hallmark original Christmas movie. We both, both struck out there. Up. Wow. Miss Christmas. 
Hallmark original Christmas Damn, movie. Damn, there you go. That's got to be game, but five to one, Tim. Yes! Number eight, Operation Christmas. Hallmark original Christmas movie. We both got a point there. Six to two. Number nine, Christmas. I would have to, yeah. Christmas yeah, Land. Hallmark original Christmas movie. We both struck out. Wow. Number 10, Santa's Village. Mobile game. Damn. Good job, Tim. Seven to two, Tim. Number 11, North Pole. One word. Yeah. Somehow a Hallmark original God, Christmas really? movie. We yeah. movie. Uh, mobile game. Mobile game. <laughs> I saw that one. I was like, well, they're going to get that one wrong. <laughs> Got to make a point of that one word. Number 12, Santa Switch, Hallmark Original Christmas. We both got that one, but it doesn't matter. Eight eight, to three. Ladies and gentlemen. It's finally happened. I'm the fucking king of Christmas. (laughs) I don't know if that's how it works. That is how it works. Do do you have Santa's official hat? I don't know. Is that Santa's official hat? It's his official hat. The motherfucker gave it to me himself for winning this game. He was right off camera. It's his Instagram verified hat. Yes. Right there. Oh, I'm so happy about this. Oh, it feels it feels good. You they finally won. They won't tell you how to get how to prepare for this. How to get ready for this feeling that just overwhelms you. Yeah. You mean of like being a loser for so long yes. and then suddenly not being yes. a loser for a brief period? You know why, Jared? Why's that? Cause it's mobile game or bullshit. It's a mobile game or bullshit. Jared's gonna read some stuff from the thing and we'll decide if it's game or not. Jared, buddy. That was fun. Now it's time for topic of the show. That was a really good one. Thank you. I know I went really heavy on the Hallmark, but I just thought it worked. That made it good. Damn, some of these are terrible fucking movie titles. (laughs) (laughs) My God, Hallmark movies in review. Um, Greg Miller, finally. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to do the behind the scenes of the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. Correct. So many people have reached out to us, asking questions here and there. We kept saying, we'll talk about it on Gamescast. We'll, we'll talk, talk about it on Gamescast. Game game Now's the time to talk about it on Gamescast. Sure, okay. Well, before you guys get into the details, I'd like to leap in and explain what it was like. It was you guys sitting at your desk going, was a yeah. Oh, God! For about three months. That's That was, was, that was, was, from, was, was that from the outside experience. About a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny what I was telling uh, Jen last night as we uh, poured over how bad this week is mm. already. It's just like it's a bad week. It's man, we it's still the aftershocks of the showcase. Mm-hmm. We put off all the stuff we need to do for January fifth and to get ready for the break. So we're working this week, and I thought it was just going to be totally easy. And it's like, oh, we have at least one extra podcast every day. Oh, yeah. it's like this isn't. And we're not ending things early. Mm-hmm. We're stuck here doing all this amazing work that we love. But it's like, oh man, I thought the showcase was the last hurdle. This is the last hurdle, and uh, even then, we ought to get more hurdles for the fourth. I will say though, and not that I want to like turn this into this uh, uh, circle jerk, bitch, oh, okay. bitch fast circle jerk. Uh, I remember about two months ago looking at all the thing, the big projects we had: the Amazon Black Friday stream, the sure. Amazon Cyber Monday stream, the showcase. Knowing that we had to plan for January fourth, yeah. Knowing like there was a bunch of other things, and to know that we just now have one thing to focus on, sure. It feels so good. Sure. It's still overwhelming. That'll <laughs> last you another like three days until an offer comes out. Overwhelming. Where it's like, okay, we can deal with this. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah exactly. Instead yeah. of like, oh, well, let's plan a press The conference. only thing that's so bad about this week is that I think, at least me, and it's just me taking my eye off the ball while I was working on that, I, I still was like, skeleton crew, easy week. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? And I, and I looked at the schedule like, oh, man, there's two podcasts after Morning show and games daily on some of these days. Yeah. Like, that's not what we Yeah, expected. we should have not done the morning show. It's all good. It's fine. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> because I'm very proud of the Kind of Funny Games Showcase. It Who came is out. It? I feel like it, it went it went perfectly. Kindoffunny.com slash showcase right but now. Great. You can watch it. 
Hit me with some of the, the, the behind the scenes shit. Hit me with some of the secrets that the people want to know. Uh, okay. Uh, the big question I think I see come around all the time is either, I think it was a games cast or a games daily or whatever. Some show we were doing where I was like, Oh, that thing fell through. Mm-hmm. Like I think it, I, I don't want to give away what fell through. Yeah. We worked, we were working with a partner, um, a large double a, I would say party. Don't we bargain at things. It wasn't porty. Uh, working with a, a large AA uh, studio and uh, well, publisher and uh, developer. And they were running it down to the line to get us a brand new asset, a brand new trailer to end it and have that be the hey, in one more thing. And that was definitely like going into it for me when we were first workshopping. Because like this project was 90% Greg Miller up to a point, And then it became 90% me afterwards. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the middle, that that... 10% from both sides, which equals 20%, because that's how math works, yeah, exactly. was me and Greg together, like, trying to come up with the run of show, which really was like, oh, yeah, this is how it's going to work. But yeah. from the very beginning, we knew we wanted to start with something really cool yeah. and end with something really cool. Right. And ideally, we'd have really cool stuff peppered in throughout the whole thing. But I feel like it was pretty early on that that thing we had to end the show yeah. was confirmed. And I'm sorry to, it's not a cop out not to tell you. I'm just sure they're still working on that asset yeah, and are going to yeah. be excited to catch you off guard yeah, with yeah, it when yeah. they put it and, and, But my thing was, that was awesome. And I was like, this is a really, it really, was, really cool the thing. The thing about it was, it was confirmed early. Yeah. Like it was super early that, yeah. oh my God, we love that you're doing this. These guys want to do something. Holy shit, they want to do something. And I think yeah. that's what gave me the confidence that this was going to work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, could we have the one more thing? Yeah, yeah. Just tell people it's Half-Life 3 and get it over. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was going to be the Rocksteady Superman game. But jumping ahead, didn't happen. No, yeah, so then it it didn't happen late in the game. Like, it was like... Days before, like, before shooting. I was going to say, yeah, what we... We gave the deadline of November 16th, I think, Monday, November 16th, if mm -hmm. if that equates out, of assets, which we knew most people wouldn't hit. In weird fashion, which I didn't expect, but I guess you should... Most of the indies hit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was people that weren't indies that are bigger studios, bigger publishers, bigger developers that needed more time with their asset, which mm-hmm. I get. Totally you know makes I mean? sense. Approval process. Of course. Internal, yeah, of stuff course. Like that, right? And like more, you know, like a lot of indies were like, like Y2K, right? Like it's not hard for them necessarily to cut a trailer. They were already had so much mm-hmm. of that game done. Not to yeah. mention a lot of it just lined up that a lot of people were getting ready to announce release dates, getting ready to announce things for well, us. There's a huge difference between like being able to take your three or four coworkers around the table and watch it all and be like, good yeah okay that's the cut and having to send it off to the marketing department yeah, the yeah, international yeah. relations department the, yeah. you know and get everybody to sign off on it at different times of day around the world yeah. one person finds one thing wrong you got to start the whole thing over again. exactly yeah and so yeah that thing fell apart at the 11th hour like literally as we're running in that's why i talk about it on a podcast because you and i can't talk not on a podcast because we're yeah. working nonstop. and it was that idea of like all right cool we got something else and the other, the the one we were going to end with in its place, stick with me, of course, was uh, Housemark. Yeah. And I, I'm fine telling this, and I imagine they are as well. Housemark was going to be one of the, and you can get into the beta today things. It was it, That was one of the, when you see, when we talked about the press release going out, it was nearly half a dozen, right? Everybody's like, why don't they just say five? And it was like, well, it's actually four because a bunch of people fell apart at the last second and yeah. pulled out. Like, we, like, there was one, right, where we were we were driving around filming and I kept kicking this bit and kicking this bit because we were waiting on one group to get back to me because in the original emails, they had said, we'll release day and date. And then they had submitted their stuff. I had a, a Google form set up to submit your actual info and they put a Q1 on it. And I was like, 
wait, isn't this today? And like we were driving around and they finally answered. Not finally. I noticed it that morning yeah. when we were finalizing the script, got an answer from them. Like, oh, no, we had to move it. So it was like we ran through the script to cut, cross out everywhere where we said five to put it to four yeah. to do this. You know what I mean? Like it was all these things. And then, yeah, the housemark thing was they were all set to do it where, yeah, we're going to, you know, there'll be the one more thing. We'll have a big lead into it. Then it'll end and it'll be like go to housemark.com slash kind of funny to get in the beta that day. And yeah. in similar fashion, it was, I think we already recorded, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we already recorded. And the next that Monday, like I hit them up for asses like, hey, we're sending it to you now. <laughs> We're not we're not primetime ready to have people jump into the beta. The beta is going to be soon. We still want to give out the codes. It's all still there. It's still limited. It's still a kind of funny URL. It's just not that day. Yeah. And it was that thing of fuck. Like th- th- now, stick with me all together. Well, no, I guess it doesn't matter. But stick with me. It was like okay, shit. What are we going to do about that? Blah blah blah. On top of it, it was like we had a. It got mentioned in. It was one of our favorite shots from it because we shot it at Coin Op, right? That's what yeah. we call that bar. Which looked rad. We're excited to be in an arcade to say arcade is dead. And so there is a whole intro to that we cut that was like, yeah, you know what? And we have another game to tell you about that's coming out today. Blah, blah. And then it was, it just it picks up instead with, they shocked the world and they said arcade yeah. is dead. Like there was, there's a lot more well, before that. Well, that's going to be on disc two of the Blu-ray. Of course. Yeah, all the deleted right? scenes. That out there. Now, when we're running around shooting... Even that was like, oh man, no offense to Housemark. We love Housemark and, you know, yeah. Stormdivers looks rad and it's different for them and they've always been so good with gameplay. It was that thing of, oh, it's not as cool as the double A announcement we had before, right? And so it, what it was is that we had that Variety article go out on Friday before all this happened when we were shooting everything on mm-hmm. Saturday. No, we shot on Friday. Is that right? We shot Saturday. Did we? Yeah, okay. we shot first on Saturday. Round, first yeah. round. But it was that... We got somebody hit me up. It was Telltale or, or not. Uh, Skybound hit me up about The Walking Dead while we were out shooting, though, right? Yeah. I had that call outside of Gordo's. Wait, before wait, that. wait. I think it was Sunday that we were shooting. We shot Sunday and then Monday did the reshoots. Did you just call Victor's Gordo's? Right, 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 right. No, no, no. no, 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 no we, shot, we shot both angle. places. Oh, okay. But yeah. <laughs> one so, says <laughs> where IGN people eat burritos and one says Tim's favorite burrito yeah, place. So, no, oh, okay. That was the thing is like from the beginning pretty much we knew we had the thing that ended up getting cut that was the biggest thing we had yeah we knew we had sega involved for what is now called judgment yeah we knew we had um ea for anthem yeah we knew that was just going to be an extended thing of the game awards didn't understand exactly what it was going to be and um we knew we had housemark so it's like those were the four big things that were like all right we can kind of build the show around that right and then when the big thing fell out i was because yeah. I'm like editing wise, pacing wise, like we're missing a beat. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about specifically, Tim, because you edited the thing ultimately. And what impressed me most about uh, about the show, and there was a lot to love about it, was the exquisite pacing. Thank Press you. conferences and releases like this, and Nintendo Directs even, often have terrible pacing. And pacing is the difference between these things working great or mm-hmm. not doing games the justice they deserve. Like a lot of press conferences simply don't give games the treatment uh, that they deserve and people lose interest, not because the games aren't good, but because the way they're presented. is Absolutely. Good. The pacing was phenomenal. But as you talk about these last minute changes, I imagine it was pretty nuts. Can you talk to us some about how that process worked, bringing it down to the wire and getting that pacing right with all the changes? It was extremely stressful and difficult, but because me and Greg have watched press conferences for years, we knew the structure, we knew what we needed, and we bucketed things in a way. We tried to make sure we didn't ride ourselves into a corner. Mm -hmm. We knew that at any moment, any asset we didn't already have, we might not get. And we also knew that anything we had might change, and some things did. Um, So it was kind of easy to put things together, and even when there was changes, all it took was 10 minutes of us sitting down and being like, 
what if we put this here instead and then all of a sudden it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? But it still was a bummer because we didn't have the one more thing. We ended up changing the one more thing to being Anthem. Mm-hmm. Like in the, the first that's right. version yeah, of it, we're like, that. fuck, I guess this is what we have to do. Right. So and like, you're... not that that's a bummer, but like it was definitely a thing of like, this is cool, but it's not a new asset. It's just mm-hmm. more like if you're a fan of this, this is an and our biggest, thing. The, my biggest concern with it, right, is because yeah, it was awesome. Thank God, you know, Mike Gamble and Bioware and EA wanted to work with us and stuff. But it was very much what we don't like about press conferences, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like we've had this speed run of a show, pacing's been great, da 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 da. And here, and originally, what we, I got told we were getting was 15, 15 minutes, 15 minutes of, of him talking about Anthem, and I was like, damn, how do we do that and still have one more thing or do it? And then it just, you know, when the the one thing we thought was gonna be one more. Thing fell out when Housemark wasn't really because like, originally they were the original. Mm-hmm. You know when they fall out, that doesn't happen. It was like all right, we'll put Anthem there, but then was that going to be interesting to like, everyone? We re-recorded an outro. Our first yeah. outro that like we were kind of sad about was literally us being like, "Hey," and the one more thing is a deep dive into Anthem and yeah. check it out. And like I'm so happy that didn't end up happening because we took that and then we're like, we shot a new bit. We're just like, look, we're going to give you a preview of it. The whole thing's up. Go yeah. check out the site later. Yeah. So how did? that real one more thing and so that now you, you've rejogged my memory thank you so yeah we shot over the weekend on the one day was it sunday it was sunday yeah and it we went too long we were racing to get the final shot of the golden gate bridge it was freezing my hair was blowing i was mad we ended we needed extra shots so we had shot the entire thing what you're talking about that's where we started the day with the first shoot being hey everybody thank you for watching here at this de- or in front of the desk anthems your one more thing see you guys later and then we went and shot the rest all around san francisco yeah were you doing woke those up, with a prompter, by the way? No. Okay. We wrote the script right. and then just memorized it. Yeah. Uh, woke up Monday, came in and did a real day of work, but the variety thing posted. The mm-hmm. hey, the press release from uh, Jen and Papa Agenda went out, and then it was, hey, yeah, you know, there's a variety article up, which got us on a, on a lot of different people's radars, which was super nice. And so yeah, uh, Skybound reached out, and they were just like, so we went out while we were shooting. Well, this happened before, right? No, we were no, no, no. Remember, they emailed me and were like, "Hey, we'd love to do right. something." We right. didn't know about this press conference thing. I was like, "Ah, <laughs> like we'd love to do something." And like, I I know all of them very well, so I responded back, very not curt, but very much like, "Cool, it has to happen today. It has to happen now." Like we are, we were asset locks, you know, whatever, and yeah. we're filming the final thing today, and Tim's editing the. Because the problem is, I had to edit, and on top of that, it's not the normal kind of funny thing of like, "Oh, I'll stay up all night and it's fine doing revisions." Yeah. We had to get it to Twitch because yeah. we didn't trust our internet here right thank god because the internet was a disaster that day yeah oh it was uh, but it we got to twitch so we needed that couple day buffer time so we was down to the wire yeah of course and to skybound games's credit right their their response wasn't oh, okay we'll get you next time around i was like oh shit hold on and so they ran off to do stuff and i was expecting you know they're making a bunch of games i didn't think they could actually get us a walking dead asset and sure enough we were out shooting and the email came back of like we think we can do something can we jump on the phone and jumped on the phone and it was like We've been prepping this Walking Dead thing, uh, you know, teasing the, giving the release date for the episode three, uh, recapping pretty much Clem's entire journey, celebrating uh, the still not bitten <laughs> team that, you know, yeah. w- that is still working up in the old Telltale office right now on this game. And they were like, you know, we thought about doing it on our own. So then it became a full court press of like, I understand that the people I was talking to understand that they need to obviously make their bosses and make everybody happy and yeah. make them understand that no no this is the thing you want to be a part of and so yeah like if you see the one where we're the the bit where it is a, us out front of Gordo's mm-hmm. where uh, I forget what we're introing but it says Tim's favorite burrito place Gordo's is behind us that shot was super delayed because I was around the corner of the building on the phone with Skybound <laughs> giving yeah. them all the information they needed having Joey slack me our deck so I could send it to them so they could to go prove make the that like we're a big deal quote unquote yeah, yeah exactly yeah 
yeah, and because it's so fun, hard to fun make. Fun fact for yeah. people who don't know what a deck is. Can you let them know? Oh, we have a PDF that's like here's all the shows Stats and here's and all stuff. of our numbers yeah. and here's social following and like at, kind of funny at a glance. So if right. you've never heard of us, because it's so hard to explain who we are, right? Yeah. And like again, we always joke around about it. If you went and looked at a YouTube video, you'd be like. These guys barely pull views, but the downloads for the podcast are so huge. Yeah, and the social yeah, yeah. followings are so huge. And everybody follows it for a different reason. Mm-hmm. And so then it became this thing of they were super into it. I think they're going to do it. Oh, my God. That could be the one more thing. That'd be great. They came back and they're like, yeah, they didn't really like it that much. Like they understand that it's going to be a cool show and they understand this, but they're not seeing why it's a good fit for them. And so then it was like, I think we were in the car again and I stopped the car or whatever. And it was like. Well, remember, like I, you're, I want to involve the still not bitten team. I, I like I a one a original draft you and I had of this show was like, how could we do something not immemorial to Telltale, but have it be that we had Telltale dev or former Telltale devs come in here and talk about why they make games, which yeah. then became I make games because and yep. I do all this different stuff. But there was an idea of that, and it's like. Our whole thing is anchored in the Bay Area, right? Like, that's why we shot around here. It's what we think defines kind of funny in so many ways. We think that works for Telltale, too, and this franchise to that extent, right? And so it was a, a back and forth, that this, that, and the other. Uh, the I was going to shout out. Is what? Not My Car was that the, the game we added last second to, right, from them? Any idea there? I don't remember the name of it. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. Not the, My The Fast and Furious meets PUBG. Yeah, exactly. Battle Royale stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah. If that that was one of the ones that they were like, we have to assume like let's get into montage and do all mm-hmm. stuff. And so yeah, at the last second, basically on the shooting day, the final day we're shooting, they were like, all right, cool, we're good to go, we can do it. And so even then though, we didn't shoot that day. We pushed it because we needed. I wanted. I didn't want to fuck this up, right? Like I didn't yeah. want it to be like insulting to Telltale former devs. Absolutely. We didn't know they were st- called the Still Not Bitten team. We didn't know how many of them were. They were like, we think we can go get B-roll of them working. I was like, let's do all that. Yeah. So we delayed it one more day. So Tim's just doing this Frankenstein of a project with yeah. pieces here, there, not there, blackout things. Did you guys run up there to do the B or did they say they did it for They did it for us, yeah. And there we had it. We had one more thing. And yeah. it's like that to me was such like... That brought this whole thing together. The whole thing was great, but it's like as a press conference, like go, what you're talking about, about the pacing and presentation, how much that matters to us. Yes. Like I was like, we need that. And the, the other thing, like I felt like we got cut off of the knees not getting the the, the big the, thing that yeah. we thought we had. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, the intro I had was so good. Like I had, this, we started off with the the indie release titles that right. you're, you're anticipating, and then there was one game. Can I say? Oh right, is? no, this is yeah, and this is on me, not on them at all. But I obviously have been a huge proponent for Ape Out, mm-hmm. and so I had been leaning on them to get in the showcase to do this different stuff. And like you just brought up, right, sixty nine games. I was a fractured mess, and mm-hmm. I made a joke to Nick when I was going through proofreading stuff for his graphics, which I yeah. still fucked up. But proofreading the graphics, right? And it was there. I paused one of them. And I was like, I know we can't do it now, and there's no way to do it. It would have been funny if before this we did a mobile game or kind of funny game showcase game. Oh, because I booked all these games and talked to every dev, and I'm looking at titles for games, and I'm like, I've never fucking heard of this. And I go back and up, there's my emails, me mentioning it, talking about it, right? And so, yeah, I got super turned around and ape out because ape out was in my my information deck as we're going to have a new trailer for ape out. And but then when we got the new trailer, it was the w- trailer that went wide for Switch or would go wide. It was for, the yeah. release date trailer. Exactly. And it was like, holy shit, this is awesome. This trailer is amazing. And we're going to re- I didn't I forgot we we're announcing the release date, which pushed it up into the release date section, okay. which had it start the show because it was such a powerful it, trailer. And that's the thing. It literally started the show. It was us. Golden Gate Braves. We're like, 
Um, Here's a the, release dates for our, some started, our, most our most anticipated indies. Let's check them out. And the first one was Ape Out trailer, and the trailer was so good. It set the tone so right, and I was just like, "This is freaking perfect." And then, so how'd you screw it up? While, well, while we're doing that, uh, <laughs> Nigel from Devolver hit me back. I was like, "All right, here's your trailer." And I was like, wait, ah. what? And I looked back, and sure enough, he was just sharing that trailer to be like, hey, here's the Ape Out trailer where Nintendo's going to release or whatever it was. Oh, and they the, released it the like Thursday two before, days before the, the Thursday event. before the showcase. And then here's yours, which is a good trailer. We had an exclusive level review. Exactly. But it didn't hit as hard as the first one. Yeah. And also, it had the same information. Yep. So it got, it was like, shit, we got to move that down, start somewhere else. And here. so I was just okay. like, Ah, like editing it because I'm looking at the timeline in my head and I'm like, we don't have a one more thing. We don't have the intro. Yeah. It's like this. Ah, fuck. And then yeah. the, the housemark stuff was like slowly falling up. There was like rumblings that we were like, oh, we, this might not be accurate. Or the whatever. way we wanted it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, oh, shit. And that's where we started is... getting real general in the script. Of yeah. Like how many things we're saying, what we're going to exactly. do. Yeah. And, and, and at that point, we had um, Sega and the judgment sec section in the middle of the whole event because we we're like, oh, we want to have ideally something in the beginning something in the middle something at the end but then once we got the walking dead thing and once we got uh, the anthem thing figured out what we're going to mm -hmm. do confirmed with with house mark and stuff it all started to piece itself together i'm like we got to move project or judgment, judgment yeah. to the end not yeah. to mention what, judgment was another asset we had known about forever again sega atlas was so great about like hey, we want to be a part of this we want to help you we want to support you we have this thing where you're not the voice mm -hmm. oh my god yeah, yeah 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 but it came in so late and yeah. so I think we had been downplaying what that was going to be. And then when we got it and watched it, I was like, holy fuck, fuck this is shit, really this is cool. awesome. Yeah. And that's what, it all worked out. Like, mm -hmm. I love that at the end of the day, looking at it, I'm like, all the worries we had, everything, like, it worked out because we planned it correctly of yeah. knowing that even if problems happen, it's like we can put things in buckets. Like, I, I think the showcase is awesome. And I think that uh, it is kind of just, uh, we created the, the, the playbook now of like how to present these type of games. And it's like, I want to do it again. Yeah, Will we? Totally. No, I don't know. Yeah. For, for, for my money, because uh, I've, I've been a part of a process like this before, uh, planning something like this. And for my money, the, the best one I've ever seen done on a wide scale was the 2016 Sony oh, yeah. uh, E3. Oh, my God. Oh, sure, so yeah. good. I think that's the, the best one ever. I think y'all, and I'm not trying to brown nose you here really did approach that in terms of your control of pacing in terms of the way you presented the product it was extraordinarily well done so if you choose to do it again i i think you've already got a formula that that just works wonderfully and with revision in the process and the experience mm -hmm. you bring in it'll be even better plus once you do this once that's going to open new doors Absolutely. well that was the biggest event. thing the people who didn't work with us or couldn't work with us a lot of it was like oh man like we'd like to help you out but we need to know what it looks like like when yeah. we're describing it it was very weird no one that creates things in the corporate space likes new things exactly they like yeah, to be yeah. able to walk into a room full of people that have to spend money and say Here's what we're getting more of. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, like you need it's the sequel <laughs> thing, right? And like that, I'm gonna have to leave in a second. But uh, the thing that I'll I love the most about the showcase is it is kind of funny at its purest essence. It's us just being like, we should do this thing. Can we do this thing? Which we ask after. Like we've already announced it, it at that point. And then it's just like, okay, cool. How are we gonna do it? And it's like I love. I, I keep repeating this, but I love that there was never a moment of us being like, "Fuck, how do we do this? What are we gonna do?" Yeah. We always knew what we had to do. Yeah. We well, we were lucky enough too that it evolved as we worked on it. Where yeah. in the beginning it was like I was thinking it's gonna be 15 minutes of us talking in the studio, and then I was like, "Well, you can do something cooler than that. We can make it look like this." Blah blah. And then it was, uh, guys, we're getting a lot of responses. We're getting a lot of things. And and that's what I love most about it, though is there was a moment. Well, we didn't know what this was, but we know that what questions to ask. And we just were kind of like, all right, here's 
Let's see what happens. Let's throw everything at the wall, see what sticks, see what comes back to us. Because, yeah, there was different, a lot of different versions of what this was. Yeah. But once we decided that we we're going to do this pre-recorded, going around San Francisco, even that idea changed over time. But the intro, the hype video, right? Like, we had so many ideas for that. But I just love how ambitious we are where you, you guys saw what it ended up being of, like, the why I play games, like, thank you for playing, like, why mm -hmm. I create games, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. We just made a list of people. Yeah, and we're like, we just kind of assumed we were going to get it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's yeah, just yeah. like we kind of willed that into existence. And we got a fraction got, of the people we, we listed. We got Ed Boone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. freaking crazy. There was so much representation in that intro that I'm like, we just thought of it as a cool idea. And that's we're like, great. if we just reach out to these people, it'd be great. And yeah, we reached out to so many Because the original idea, right, was to start with developers <laughs> yeah. saying, this is why I make games. Thank you for playing. Do the entire conference, do the one more thing, and then end it with players saying, "This is why I play." Thank you for creating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the way you did it actually worked out really well. Me too. Uh, I, I, no, no, hundred percent. I thought like, this was like way better. And things it's, happen it's one for of those a reason. Things, <laughs> it's one of those things that you you can't plan that. You know, you have the vision in your head, and you're like, "This is what I want it to be," and I think it's going to work. But it's not until you have the the different colors of paint that you realize what you can actually paint. So, for a little inside baseball here, now that you've done this, now that you've created this incredible product uh, and been through the enormous amount of work it is. Do you think Nintendo has the right approach with building pre-filmed, constructed directs, or do you think that the old-style press conference is the way to go for people that want to present products? Which do you think is the allows you more creative flexibility to create the stronger argument for why games are good? I've always liked the Nintendo Direct way better than, than press conferences. However, press conferences, there's nothing that matches that type of hype. There's nothing like a room full of people and lights and moving stuff and like just the liveness of it. But that allows for a lot of really awkward moments yep. and things to go wrong. I think there's a time and place for both. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's, that's the biggest thing is I think I would still love to see Nintendo go back and do a E3 press conference, right? But more importantly, I think is the PSX press conference, which is yeah. just the the keynote where it's a room full of PlayStation fans. You're playing to that audience. You're going crazy. XO18. Uh, hey, we have a mm -hmm. room yeah. full of Xbox fans from Mexico City, and we're going crazy. And that sets the tone for what it is. The Nintendo Direct, the Showcase, uh, Nindies, all that stuff, right, is so good at presenting information in a digestible way, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, this is a, not the exact same answer or uh, situation, but a similar one, right? Mm -hmm. Is like, you know, we set out with... We want to do montages right. Whenever I wrote back somebody, I had, I had canned responses that I was sending out to developers who want to be a part of it. I was like, hey, your game looks great. We want it to be part of a montage. Before you roll your eyes, this is what it said. Before you roll your eyes, I want you to know we hate montages. We're doing montages what we think is the right way of it's going to show your game. You're going to give me 280 characters to describe your game. And then we're going to have a bug come in that tells platforms and release dates and stuff about your game. Because mm -hmm. I hate watching anybody's press conference. And it's just game after game after game. I'm like, what game was that? What is yeah. it going on? Well, I don't know what I'm talking about or what I'm looking at or what I'm thinking anymore. Yeah. We wanted to get ahead of that and make it not like that. Right? And you did cute things. You were able to throw in jokes. It's a gold yeah. fart game. Exactly, it's triangles. It looks pretty cool. But then, like, you Day, yeah. right media molecule announced the dreams beta information yeah and they did it during a stream yeah. which is a different thing and it was a laid back stream it was abby and two of the devs on a couch right and then they turned the camera and they were all over there and i was at my uh, my kitchen counter drink or eating breakfast and i was trying to tweet about it and i fucked up a whole bunch of dates like ah. i said i said 24th instead of the 21st and then i was confused based on the way they presented it of that uh, you, you can start get you can start uh, the literal verbiage was like you can they'll start general people will be able to start emailing around the fourth and then get into it on the eighth. Okay. But then the way I crafted the tweet, I'm on, see you, love you. Uh, the way I looked at it after the fact was like, oh well, that makes it sound like you can get into it, whatever, blah blah. blah. 
But it was that thing of that's what happens when you're giving the information that way. Yeah. When it is a rolling, it's like right now, if you were trying to jot down all the information of what we were saying, that would be a different product for at the very least. Are you proud? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, of course we are. I mean, I think we we were all, we all tried super, super hard on it, right? And we all did some of the best work of our career on it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's definitely, like I said, in... The show, I believe, but like, you know, the most important contribution I've given back to the industry. Cool. Like a way of like, hey, here are 69 games, right? That wouldn't get this. And the feedback we've gotten from those devs in terms of impressions, trailer views, signups, follows, that kind of, you know what I mean? The fact that people on beyond were talking about Adam's Ascending, right? And nice. the fact that like they, people were tweeting about these games and saying, man, like these are games I wouldn't even known about, but I, now that I've seen them there, I'm excited about this, that, and the other. Like mm-hmm. that's what it was all about. And that's, what we wanted. I know I saw um, on our subreddit, someone had made a comment of like, man, it's crazy that Tim's reaction video to Persona in Smash has more views than the showcase. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of sad or whatever. And enough people were there to be like, well, the showcase is an hour plus. Yeah. Tim's thing is a two second video. You know, it's right. a different, different YouTube thing. But it's it was never about getting views on a video. It yeah. was very much about promoting indie games that are cool and people that need help, and that's why we wanted to use our platform for it. Mm-hmm. So we got to set a whole bunch of Twitch records and do all that jazz, but even people had written into Games Daily, right, of like, oh, I'm seeing you know the games you guys debuted there being talked about on other sites, but they're not referencing you. Is that bad? It's like, well, no, because once our stuff was done, everybody got to blast out their information, yeah. and hopefully those press releases carried more weight because they'd just seen that game yeah. and they knew to do it. And you don't need to credit us. We don't care about the credit. We just want to make sure that these people who are mortgaging their house are working for five years on one game out of their be- spare bedroom. Which is right? how it happens. Exactly. This is how these games exactly. get made. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so many of them never get seen. And yeah. it's it's striking. I think it's a really beautiful thing you did. What would you do different next year if you do it again next year? More time. You know what I mean? That was the biggest thing is that we just we didn't have the correct amount of time to do it in a way that didn't kill us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have been on any of the shows leading up to that. You had to have delegated. Exactly. But there was just, it, it not no, you didn't know you were in the rip current until it was pulling me away from shore. Yeah. And that was the thing of like, you know, a, a month and a half out. And like I said earlier, like we are feeling the repercussions now, yeah. right? Where I'm grumpy at work now, not because I love making the products, right? But because the schedule's so fucked up in a way I didn't expect it to be. You're fucked a very up. nice grumpy, but you've definitely been grumpy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and it's absolutely. just like I need. I just want to get back to normal for a second. And like mm-hmm. I, I thought this would be a weird normal, but it's actually still a ton of work because of the abnormal we had before mm-hmm. it. And so hopefully, decompress for a week, come back, you know, do January fourth, and you'd be have the crazy whatever. Yeah, because you're four point sure, kind of funny. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be beautiful. By the way, just uh, along the the grumpy uh, joke, uh, you may feel like you're grumpy, but uh, we went out for the office party the other night, yeah. and Angie was like. Greg was so sweet to me all night. He wanted to make sure there was somebody to talk to. Oh, I sure. I want to so make sure much. everybody's happy. Yeah. Your, your grumpy is is like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, thank it's, you very much. I'll take, that. I'll take that. You're a nice dude. My drunkie was drunk. I was drunk. You were inebriated there yeah. at the end of the but evening. But I knew that was going to happen because yeah. it was blow off steam. The ho- I also knew when I didn't because you are the the quickest email replier I know. Yeah. And when you didn't write back on Saturday, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, you must have had a night. Oh, dude, I was I, I was hungover until Sunday. Yeah. Like, and even yeah. then, it took a second to go. Like, I was yeah. like, it is not like Greg to be like, we're going to talk about this and then not. Yeah, so exactly. I was like, yeah, oh my yeah, gosh, exactly. he must be gone. Oh, man. It was a great time, though. Showcase and the uh, thing. But, yeah, he yeah, did a great thing. I My favorite part of it, in addition to watching the video, was the fact that I didn't have to do any work for it at sure. all. And, sure. Uh, you got to come be part of the, the after show? Yes, I got to come be part of the after show, and uh, which was delightful as we had three like six year old children on there playing Smash with all of us. And once you this is such over, a family-friendly stream. Like, ooh, 
Ooh, I don't know about that. Hold on. And once you switched over to time mode, yeah. Uh, and we had yeah. uh, we had time mode. You took and advantage we had, of those kids, man. That smash on. You were like, you and know yeah, what? Just you know what? If I just go spin next to them the whole time with Rob, they don't know how to block. No. And I can charge up my thing and win game after game. You were it's pretty you beautiful. Were, you you attacked him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just just deliberately target the uh, the, the young. They are, they are weak. <laughs> you deliberately <laughs> target they, they the young. They are weak. Oh, my you goodness. You can destroy them easily and use them to build up your meter and do a smash to win every game. That's how you got to do it. That's how you do it. Just That's take advantage win. of the children's weaknesses. It's exactly. not about them having fun in Smash. It's about it's Jared about having Jared fun. Jared needs to have fun. Game exactly. Game. Exactly. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> Any other questions about the kind of funny game showcase? I'd rather talk about myself some more. Oh, okay. Thank That's fine. Go for it. Yet. I don't mind that. No, I... Yeah, I, I asked you about being proud, and I asked you about next year. Um, you, do you ever imagine yourself featuring one of your own? You, you reveal so many creations in the world. You got four coming up, but do you ever imagine yourself revealing your own art or one of the staff in here through a showcase like that? Are you, are you ever going to make a game? Oh. I, I think it'd be more that we showcase somebody from uh, the kind of funny world staff yeah. that way. Yeah, that's not, that's that. just not my thing. Not you know your thing. I mean? yeah. Okay, I wondered if you've ever been drawn to the creative side of it. I've always talked about it. Like I, you know, like people are like, oh man, you cool to make a Superman game or whatever. Like I, 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 I could see me being a consultant on something mm -hmm. like that, but no, I don't. It's not what my passion is. This is my passion. Okay. it's the same thing with comics, right? Yeah, where it's like I've, you know, I talked about it before starting the YouTube channel that. Uh, I was I was like, oh, maybe I'll try making a comic or whatever. And I was like, ah, that's not what I'm looking for. Even this year with like writing the Superman script in the beginning of the year, yeah. where I was like, ah, oh, I got so much free time. This is cool. It's still cool, but it's not my passion. That's why I can't go back to it. But I'll go home and play, you know, whatever I need to okay, do or well, stay here all hours in the day making a video. Yeah, I learned a couple of months ago you used to be a cartoonist. I had no idea. I oh, yeah, drawing comics. comics stuff, yeah. And very, very, very few people from our world ever make them. But I, I do like to imagine the Greg Miller game, what it yeah. would be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. I'm sure I would imagine one day we team up with somebody. You know what yeah. I mean? That, we almost okay. did once. Yeah, we, we had we had a best friend working on a game for a, a, a while. Just never happened. Yeah, it was just it, it was one of those things. He, he was very plucky, very gung ho, but very green. And we we're like, we're green too, so just try it. Yeah. And he went, 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 and eventually it was like the the scope of it kept getting big, and then I think it kind of just collapsed upon Over scoping. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that's really really rough. Ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Kind of Funny Games cast. Thank you so much for watching. Sorry, Tim had to run away. Uh, if you are watching live, don't worry. The post show is still coming up. And you say, wait, Greg, there's a post show? There sure is. If you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you get a pre and post show if you watch live or if you watch the one big video that we put up each and every Friday. There's an audio version too. No pre and post show, but it's still up every Friday as well. If you don't want to give us any bucks over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames because you can't or you just think we're doing a crap job, we understand. You can wait. Monday, it goes up as a podcast around the globe. And one big YouTube video at youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, Jared is here using his red hybrid uh, thing. Yeah, we, we, got, all to, about we that? got four hybrid device red. You know all I mean, about that, of course. Yeah, if you watch the pre-show. That pre-show. That's do, right. Do, do, do. Four hybrid. What is hybrid device red? We'll find out on the post show. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.